am getting word that we are almost ready to ring in the new year here at the Magic Kingdom Park. Take a look around. We've got a lot of guests waiting. They're excited. They're ready to celebrate 2019 and bring in 2020. There are people all over the place. Now, inside this... Ho, 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 and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride. Normally, we are a fun Disney Parks adult-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. But today, as the month comes to an end, we are finishing our month-long celebration of Podmas, a month of special episodes that have been about the magic of the holidays at Disney. We've been diving deep and talking about Disney shows, Disney drinks, Disney holiday offerings, and much, much more. It's been oh so fucking merry. As always, my name is Ryan, Elf on the Shelf Beaver, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian Tinsel Toes Hamilton. We are two people who love the Disney parks and started this podcast because we know that cool people like this stuff too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting Disney files and have a few beverages while we're at it. And if that's up your alley, then this is the holiday show for you. Okay, all you menorah managers and dreidel doodlers, let's find out what merriment we're going to be drinking to this week. On the fifth week of Pod, Miss My True Love sent to me five firework shows, four dancing monkeys, three lit rivers, two forever disappointments, and a bright projection castle in a pear tree. Yes, that's right. This week we're calling it quits on the year that calls dumpster fire sexy. Adios 2020. It's New Year's Eve, and I'm looking for a different kind of resolution. I'm setting my sights low, and I resolve for this year. You know what? I'm throwing out my sar- my sourdough starter, and I resolve to wear pants that have at least one button. Who knows? Maybe I'll be able to leave my house without having a panic attack this year. Okay, let's get our, uh, our wrap-up on New Year's Eve going. Uh, it's time to grab some noisemakers, some festive facts, some merry Mickey drinks, and we'll be right back. I mean, Happy New Year, Ryan. That was amazing. Happy New Year to you. This is the one we've all been waiting for. Uh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this to be over for so, so long. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm so ready to put this piece of shit behind us by talking about what our best New Year's Eves would be. Uh, so uh, this is all non-pandemic talk, ladies and gents. We're looking for a normal year under the normal rules. What's your game plan? How are you going to deal with it? What are you going to do? We're going to get all into it. Um, but it's a drinking show, right? Mm. 
and it's and new year's eve it's new year's eve it's an extra drinking show so uh what what are you gonna do you uh you gotta get some drinks and uh you know champagne's nice champagne's very nice not gonna you know not gonna knock it so i'm just gonna add to it okay so this show uh for this show today we're gonna be um getting our fancy on while drinking a few dutch 75s uh it's kind of like a play on the french 75 this one's courtesy of kettle one but feel free to use whatever brand you'd like uh what you would need is two ounces of vodka uh three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice half an ounce of simple syrup and uh a bit of champagne uh however however much fits your fancy that sounds nice. Yeah, you're gonna shake it up with uh, um, everything except for the champagne. You're gonna shake up with uh, rocks and strain into a fancy glass uh, or your favorite Disney mug if you're us, uh, and then top it off with that champagne that you like so much, um, and and enjoy it. Let's yeah. drink it. Cheers. Yeah, let's drink it. Adrian, what are you uh, what are you drinking your Dutch seventy fives out of today? Well, today and all pod this long, I've been drinking out of my Mary and Bright mug. So this will be the last day. That I do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm also doing the same. I'm drinking out of my uh, my my Mickey uh, Santa and, and Christmas sweater mug, and I'm probably gonna throw it out the window at the end of this because <laughs> I'm, I'm retiring it along with this shitty year. I've had it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm excited for this episode because we're gonna kind of go into our own little fantasies here about what we would do if we were in Disney World right now. Not if not during the pandemic, just in general. Yeah, totally. And also, as someone that goes a lot, going at this time of year has always been... I love going at Christmas time. I love going in the month of December. I'm big on that. But going during the actual holidays scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it's uh, it, a lot of people really, really like this place at this time of year. And, um, uh, you know, they they come in droves. Yeah. And do you believe that they are people that are like us that are seasoned Disney people or are they just I'm taking my fam- family. We're going to Disney World at Christmas. We're off. You know, going. I, think, I think vacation vacation weeks are are always heavy. Right. And mm-hmm. and the, the the Christmas vacation week everybody's got that off right because it's like date based it's not like oh some schools have the first week in march and some schools have the second week in april and you know they kind of spread spread the wealth a bit everybody's Mm -hmm. got that week off and i don't think that all that many people want to be in disney at christmas like actual christmas day even though it is like very packed i think a lot of people are choosing to like have that time with their family and then right after that they're like okay let's go to florida and right you know like there's just so many people that are in that same boat yeah so yeah, i don't I think d- i think the diehards stay away i think like you know like those in the know we tend to like you know this is for other <laughs> this is for other disney fans right just like you know we live in new york we don't go to times square on new year's eve that's for the tourists yeah or ever ever yeah. yeah, I work. Yeah, I work two blocks from time. We both work two blocks from Times Square, and uh, I I haven't been in years. So, yeah, yes, no, yeah, same. I I yeah, fuck Times Square. So yeah, I'm I'm going to Disney during this time of year. I, it scares me. Totally, totally. But I've heard it's very magical. I've actually heard that even 
like going on Christmas Day, even though it's crowded, it's so magical. I don't know if I believe it, but I've heard it. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe maybe there will be a day in the in the in the future where I will get to experience that. But I don't see I don't see it happening anytime soon. You know, like if I yeah, I don't know Florida, about Christmas Day is super like special in my family. I can't imagine like just spending the day at at, at Magic Kingdom, but. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe once. We and used like to my do, sister and I've talked. We used to do what? Easter in the park a lot. Oh yeah, up. fuck Easter. Easter's fine. Yeah, Easter would happen in the park a lot. Uh and, was and it Easter was nice. very there busy? was like some special there's like a kind of you know, there's some specialness to it. Um, yeah, Easter's got to be pretty busy too. Although there there's no real you don't get really any days off for Easter. Cuz Easter's uh, it, it all depends on where when it falls. Sometimes it falls during the the spring break. Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. So, so what are we going to do today? We're going to talk a little bit about New Year's Eve and then we're going to do our fantasy New Year's Eves in the parks. Yeah. Best our day perfect ever. Itineraries. And then we're each going to rate each other's itinerary because we don't know. I don't know what your itinerary is. You don't know what mine is. Yeah. Get ready. And we're going to zero, Adrian. Right. I'm curious what your opinions are on mine and I can't wait to opinionize yours. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off with some, though, some sort of you know, general, just to get the drinking going for you and everyone listening, just some general um, New Year's Eve trivia. Yeah, bring it on. I got my thinking so cap got, on. So Let's do this. Here's what we're going to do. If you get it right, you, you don't have to drink. No, you do. I do. Yeah. But even at home, if you don't have to drink, but if you get it wrong, you got to drink five. Five, okay. Five sips All or right. five seconds. I don't want anyone, I want everyone to pace themselves. Okay, so this is just a general one. We'll start with that. Tradition says that the more blank a person eats on New Year's, the more prosperity he or she will experience. Is it A, pork, B, leafy greens, C, fish, or D, peas? So growing up, we always had uh, like big stuff shrimp on New Year's, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's because my parents thought that that was like what rich people eat, or or <laughs> if it falls into like the like in, into this idea of like seafood. So I'm gonna say seafood. Okay, that you're gonna drink because it's wrong, but that would have been my guess too. <laughs> okay, is it peas? At- is it fucking peas? No, it's leafy greens, which is so annoying. Is that <laughs> is that more... where uh, where like dollars being called lettuce is come yeah. from? Is from this uh, this old New Year's Eve tradition? Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't want to eat a salad on New Year's Eve. I don't want to eat a salad on you know November you know eleventh. I, I don't want to eat a salad in general, but. I definitely don't want to eat one on New Year's Eve. No, no good story ever started with, and I had the dopest salad. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess like you know, chasing a salad with a Mickey bar sounds kind of uh, not as gross as just eating a salad, but yeah. All right, next question: What's the most popular destination in the United States for New Year's Eve? Is it A, Orlando, Florida; B, Anaheim, California? C, Honolulu, Hawaii, or D, New York City, New York. So, like, 
how how is this like? How's it judged? Like how many flights it's come judged in? by? I'm sorry. Like how's it judged? Like how many flights come in? It's more judged about yeah. This is this rating came from um the airlines. Uh, I'm gonna go like. Look, Florida's jam packed during it. Anaheim jam packed during it. New York City, we've dealt with what it turns into that day. Uh, but I'm gonna say it's Honolulu. I think you're um just picking which place you'd like to be in the most. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, Hon- Honolulu is fantastic. Um, and it is like the Times Square of, of Hawaii, but it is incorrect. So Ryan, drink five again. What will be your second choice? I guess New York City. Drink five more. <laughs> it is actually Orlando, Florida. Wait, so the party that we're talking about today mm-hmm. accounts for the biggest New Year's Eve celebration. Because what the fuck else are you doing in Orlando? There's a bunch of theme parks in Orlando besides Disney World. They don't count, right? I know Haven't that. we decided in this podcast that I definitely those, decided they don't count, those, but those that shall not be named. Those other parks, <laughs> uh, they have a lot of people too, and they also hit capacity. Well, we're going to talk all about that in 2021 when we do other parks, the New Year's other Eve parks. edition. Yeah. yeah, so it's actually Orlando. So, I mean, like, adding even more to the anxiety of being in that area that time of year it's it's pretty wild that is wild i, think I would too, i would not have thought that at all i mean obviously my I didn't guess think that at all. <laughs> my guess is sort of on par with what you were saying before where i think like people probably celebrate up north with their families and then the next day they're like let's go down to florida i want to go swimming i want to you know maybe they go to all other parts of florida and then they drive up to disney for new year's eve we don't know I think they go to Florida. Cool. Okay, last question. You're not doing too I'm, good. I'm let's doing see if very can, poorly, but let's see if we can start this year off right, you know, Ryan, and get in, this next in, one. In the games that we play, when you lose, you kind of win. Gotta tell you, right. <laughs> and it's New Year, so you should be drinking. I'm, I'm kind of the loser here. Yeah, you're, yeah, Come you're on. losing by, by winning. See. All right, last question, this Ryan. You're gonna get my life, one. Adrian. This <laughs> is making these. <laughs> you're gonna get this These one. pseudo rules of. I'm winning by losing. Yep. According to two statistics, this is stolen on New Year's Day more than any other holiday. Valor. Virginity. (laughs) Um, Okay. Cell phones, credit cards, bicycles, cars. Oh, well, nobody should be driving on New Year's Eve. So I'm going to take the, the cars out. And I think probably a lot of people like lose their cell phones. But I don't think they're getting stolen. Credit cards, maybe I could see that. I think I think people are like, I need to get where I need to go. And I'm too drunk to drive. I'm going to steal this bicycle. I'm sticking with that. Bicycle? bicycle. Drink five more. <laughs> I want to know what your second guess would be. Credit cards, I guess. Eh, you'd have to drink five more. <laughs> this is not your game. I don't think this is your People holiday. are just getting drunk and stealing cars. That's what's happening. It's cars. It's New Year's Day, by the way. Stolen more than a New Year's Day, not New Year's Eve. 
New Year's Day. Talk about a resolution. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So these are that's a reason to go to Disney World to not have to worry about your car getting stolen. Yeah, you I don't mean, have to your, your car is somewhere and it's probably in a place somewhere where else. it's going to be stolen. Maybe that's what's happening is like all these thieves are like, oh, the motherfucker's at Disney World. Let's uh, let's just get his ride. Sure. <laughs> well, OK, what do you got? My ass. That's it. I hope you're feeling nice and toasty I'm feeling, right I'm feeling like flush. Look at my face. My face is all red. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I think we should let's get into some uh, some best days ever. Ah! Main Street Electrical Parade coming at you. I love that. That's, that's one of my favorite yeah, sounds. Yeah, it's such, <laughs> such a great sound. It's so Disney. Yeah. All right, so I guess what we're going to do here, how we're going to set this up, I'm going to go first with what I would actually do as my Disney brain of a person would actually do if I was going to survive this and have a great time. Then you're going to go and you're going to say what you would do as well as your fantasy of what you would do. Kind of. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you my fantasy day if there was nothing I had to worry about. Okay. Here's what I would actually do. Okay. So the first thing I'm actually going to do is I'm going to Wait, which one one am I going to rate you on, Adrian? You're going to rate both of them. I'm rating everything. Yeah, just give it a score of one. So what we're going to say is everyone, give it a score of one to ten. So I think what you should do is everyone should start with ten points. And then start to dump to start deducting what you know what you went to great, animal kingdom you fuck to... you minus two points yeah that type of thing <laughs> yeah you went to animal kingdom drop seven points right from the break because that is the least festive of all the park okay what i'm actually gonna do is i'm gonna stay at either the swan or dolphin i think that um they're affordable and they're in a close proximity to where i would like to spend my new year's eve um but before that I'm arriving the day before. I'm arriving on December 30th. Um, actually, probably on the 29th. And so I'm arriving on the 29th. And on December 30th, I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom. Because that day, they actually do the New Year's Eve fireworks that they do at the Magic Kingdom on New Year's Eve. They test them on the 30th. So it's like getting double New Year's Eves. So... N- so the thirtieth, I'm doing the Magic Kingdom. So Adrian, when, they, when they do that, they they do like the whole. It's it's not just the fire. They do the whole show. It's like it's the whole thing, the countdown yeah, and everything. That's pretty. That's an awesome little trick and tip there. Yeah, and you could if you're if you're not the Magic Kingdom, you could see it from around the lagoon as well. So keep that in mind too. But I would choose that as a Magic Kingdom day because I want to get some. And Magic Kingdom is so festive that time of year i kind of want to get some magic kingdom in um and then okay so my actual new year's day i'm going to spend it at a new year's eve i'm going to spend it at epcot and epcot generally opens at 8 a.m and closes at 1 a.m on new year's eves and regular years so i'm going to get there for rope drop i'm going to get a locker and i'm going to um bring a change of clothes and you know wipes and everything and you know like just things so because i'm gonna spend the whole day there and that's not normal for me 
I'm going to spend the whole day there. Um, I'm going to hang out in Future World in the morning and I'm going to, uh, you don't, because of the tier system, um, I'm going to fast past Soren and I'm going to ride like just the rides that don't tend to have extremely long lines, like Living with the Land, Finding Nemo, uh, Figment, and of course, Spaceship Earth. I will probably skip Test Track and Mission Space unless they have lines under an hour. Generally, on New Year's Eve, their lines are three hours plus. So I don't need to be on them that bad. So I'm going to skip them. I'm booking a 1 p.m. lunch at the Garden Grill because I'm staying there all day. I'm going to do two sit-downs as breaks. So I'm going to do the Garden Grill because I think it's fun to see the characters and get a little bit of that Disney magic um, in there and relax a bit. And the characters at Garden Grill come around the most of any of the character um, dining experiences. So I think you get to really spend time with them. I think it's a great um, character thing. So I'm going to do that at 1 p.m. around around 1 p.m. Uh, then after that's over, like around 3 p.m. After lunch, I think I'm going to do some shows, like whatever I can, can that's available, like Voices of Liberty, American Adventure, Beauty and the Beast Sing Along, Canada Far and Wide, Flex- Reflections of China, whatever I can see and whatever stuff they have going on that's like extra that day. I would love to do that like after lunch. So I think that's also kind of chill. You can kind of like, I think that will attract the least amount of crowds. Um, and then at 6 p.m., I'm going to watch the first fireworks at Epcot. They have two fireworks showing. So the first one is at 6. And apparently, because it's one of the only times of the year they do it at 6, it's really cool to see what was Illuminations at sunset, um, you know, because the sky isn't all dark and it's kind of like pretty and, and colorful. So I'm going to, you know, see the 6 p.m. fireworks showing wherever I see it. I don't care. Um, at 6.30, I'm going to go to my locker and change my clothes freshen up get my evening wear on um and then i mean that's at 6 30 yeah and then i'm making a 7 30 dinner reservation at teppanito i feel like that's fun kind of goes with the theme of like just the overall uh, a fun dining experience it's new year's eve like the the word of new year's eve is fun so i want my dining experience to be teppanito fun as well. is so the, I'm going uh, to- the hibachi right the yeah, hibachi cool. one. I've yeah. been there a bunch of times. It's great. It's delicious. Yeah, I think that would be the... F- I feel like everyone would be in a good spirit. I think it's a great dinner place for New Year's Eve. Um, I feel like that would take me till about 9 o'clock. And then I would like to go to the um, United Kingdom because they have a classic rock party hosted by the British Revolution. I feel like that's a good, fun start to partying. Start off with some rock music. Uh, around 10.30, you go to China. They have a modern dance party with uh, pop hits blasting under a dragon and fire effects it's really cool looking and i i just would love to be around that um at 11 30 i think i would head over to italy because they have like what's considered like a traditional rave so i feel like by that point you've had a lot of drinks so now it's time to get into like the rave version of the of the uh, world showcase and 11 40 is when they show the special new year's eve illuminations or whatever their nighttime show is harmonious so you can watch it from watch it from italy um and then party until 1 a.m at epcot and be able to walk out the the um the uh international gateway not to deal with any sort of buses or anything and spend the next day hungover by the pool all day all right that would be my perfect new year's that's a pretty damn good day adrian um 
what do you think about it? We have a lot of similarities uh, as far as like uh, location and and there's some differences for sure, but uh, but some some changes, yeah. Um, But I think that that would make for an an excellent uh, New Year's New Year's Eve experience. What do you deduct a point for? Because I'm going to drink every point. Okay, so um, you know, I I don't know that it's varied enough and. And I think, you okay. know, it's like you said, this is your realistic one. So I, I think that mm-hmm. what you just explained is a very realistic uh, viewpoint of the day and and that you would be able to do all of those things that you just discussed. Um, with yeah. mine, I, I think that you'd be able to pull it off, but, it, you know, some things might have to go away and be replaced with, you know, being in a line for longer or something like that. So, um I, I think that I would deduct uh, like a, a point for, you know, getting bored in the middle of the day with like Voices of Liberty and stuff. Um, and yeah. uh, it's not and I think that. Uh, um, I don't know that that, uh, you know, you're you're only really able to see that one show. Which, you know, you kind of have to pick, I guess, but there's. There's some opportunities. There's what one show? Like that, the like harmonious and and uh, the one fire, like. Oh, you mean like being at Epcot all day? Means yeah, like you're only having like one experience. Fire, type of fire. And uh, and you know, okay. so so I'm gonna give you an eight overall. So you drink two. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So um, I figured that this show portion would turn you off a little bit. For I think me, it's a good it's, break. I think it's, it's a good break because in the middle of the, the day. It's just... For me, it's... I just want to explain to everybody. For me, I, I'm i not a dawn-to-dusk theme park person. So I need to plan for the breaks or else I'll just be dead. So that's kind of why my middle of the day kind of... I created that lag. And I think for anybody that's looking for... That's similar to me, something like that would be great. Like actually doing like two signature dines and then like watching some shows in the middle of the day i think would provide i, that I sort agree of i agree with you i i i do think that that would allow for like your energy levels to be kept uh you know throughout the party scene at the at night where for me like yeah and also drink lots of water yeah, throughout the day. yeah make sure you drink your you gotta <laughs> stay hydrated you gotta stay hydrated today today's a very yeah. important hydration day um and uh <laughs> You know, your boy your boy likes his party. So yeah, I used to I'm call still, you party boy. I, I, this, I still so. have a little bit a little <laughs> bit of it in me. So uh so I am a dawn to dusker and uh and this mm-hmm. is my best day ever. Okay, so so first off, um what I'm gonna uh share with you guys is a park is a park hopping version. It's a little controversial on New Year's Eve to do uh park hopping because of the crowds. Uh you know, some of the parks might reach capacity um i think i have it set up with the timing of it where you wouldn't not make it into the next park uh but you know it's my it's my fantasy and you all can't stop me so so you know just know that uh you might want to you know park hop with uh you know in your at at your own risk okay so in this fantasy i'm staying at the yacht and beach club uh, so it's a beautiful hotel in the, in the Epcot, uh, hotel area. Um, so we're going to get up, we're going to shit shower and shave cause today we got to look good. 
looking your best on New Year's Eve falls directly into my procrastination lifestyle of doing things at the last possible moment. Did I try to look good in April? Probably not. Uh, but we're at the 11th hour now, and it's time to get your bound on. And for this fake New Year's Eve extravaganza, I'm bounding as Captain Hook, red pants, a big old belt buckle, purple satin jacket with a big crocodile patch on the back, Gosling from Drive Style. Just try to fuck with me now. <laughs> I can so see not this. Only, not only could you see this, but you will see this, because last night after writing this, I bought a fucking purple satin jacket. <laughs> but now oh I just need to find God. me a patch because I'm bounding as Captain Hook. This is going to be awesome. Alright, so it's going to be a long day, so you're going to get your brekkie on. I would say breakfast should be a quick bite. Uh, probably picked up at the counter service location at the Yacht Club. That's uh, the, market in Ale, uh, the market at Ale and Compass, which is right off of the lobby. Um, and if you're a planner, uh, I would just go ahead and get, get some stuff the day before so that you can just have it in your hotel room, some uh, granola bars or something like that. Something that you can uh, take a quick snack with you and you can eat right on the go. So in the in the morning, we're going to rope drop Hollywood Studios. Uh, so first off, let's get nautical. Take the Hollywood Studios uh, bound, bound friendship boat service. It's like a nice 10-minute cruise right to the studio's entrance. We're going to get right in. Have your fast passes ready ahead of time, like 60 days out. This is not the day to try to visit a galaxy far, far away. New Year's Eve is going to be busy, busy, busy. And everyone is heading for Batu. So don't do it. <laughs> Just stay away. Find a different day for you to go and, you know, ride the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, ride the Millennium. Do they even have New Year's on, in space? I don't Yeah, know. I mean, I don't know what a year is when it's all different planets. So. And this was a long time ago. So this might have been BC where they didn't even have. Well, I mean, I think think with or without a Christ figure, you have a year, (laughs) which is like a rotation of the sun. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Uh, It's a different galaxy, You know, physics is physics. So uh, we're going to take a pretty quick smash and grab approach to your day. Uh, Immediately upon entering the park, head towards Toy Story Land and pick up Midway Mania and Slinky Dog Dash while there are no lines. Then have fast passes set up for uh, Runaway Railway, uh, Tower of Terror, and Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, The earlier and more uh, time condensed you can get your fast passes, the better. We're trying to get everything in and out in this place right off the bat. Uh, Lunchtime, we're going to go to Sci-Fi Dine-In with maybe some Muppets 3D or Star Tours for dessert. Something that's like kind of like low low lines, uh, you know, just to kind of let your maybe not star tours if you're letting your stomach settle because star tours can be a little uh, uh nausea inducing as uh some of our past guests of the show have found out uh yeah as you leave the park uh you can head over to the skyway towards epcot and enter the international gateway between uh france and the uk uh you should check out the line at ratatouille at this point and give it a go or no go depending on how long it's going to be it's probably going to be pretty long and you're probably not going to be able to do it but uh, after that, you should head towards the UK into Future World and spend some time riding Spaceship Earth, Storin, or whatever floats your boat until around sunset. Um, the lines are going to get pretty heavy. Uh, last year, Spaceship Earth had a consistent 100-minute wait. So, like, damn. Damn, Dame Judy Dench. Why are you going to be sounding so good? Yeah. People flock to this sucker. It's... 
Yeah, well, I mean, right? yeah, this is the problem. So after um, after around sunset, you're going to uh, start to head back towards the World Showcase. Um, and if you feel that you need, like, another sit-down meal, I would pick your favorite Showcase cuisine uh, and get a table. Or if I would try to uh, get a spot at Space 220 um, and and check out the new uh, the new restaurant over there. And do I wonder if they do like fireworks from above during that day? Probably. Like, that would be pretty sick. I mean, that would be pretty dope. Um. So, uh, so you could also instead of uh instead of like doing a sit down, if you're trying to maybe save some money or just want a little bit more like freewheeling style to your your evening, there's gonna be there's so many uh, festival style eats at Epcot during this time. Uh, Festival of the Holidays is still going on. Yeah. And uh, you can just, like, grab eats throughout the night. You know, like, oh, I found myself in Mexico, yeah. and I grab a taco, and I find myself in Arendelle, and I grab an Olaf, and, you know, eat, eat away. Yeah. Um, so as nighttime comes in, uh, the party time is starting up all around sunset, around the, the World Showcase. Uh you should go through like the Mexico area pretty early because uh, this area turns into like a real pinch point later on. Uh, it's just it's super narrow. It gets really, really packed around there. Um, there's going to be dance parties all over the world showcase. So as Adrian was saying, so, you know, drink, drink your way around the world and get your party on uh, margaritas, sake, wine, brews, wine. The, uh, the world is really like your oyster. Uh, you have so many different opportunities uh, as you, as you go around. Uh Dance parties that would rival old school Pleasure Island are at several of the pavilions with special happenings like silent discos uh, and, uh, and DJs in, uh, in Future World. Uh, when the clock strikes 12 in each of the host countries around the World Showcase, uh, they, uh, they have like a, like a firework celebration, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty. That's why I think it's the perfect place to be because... New Year's Eve is all about what it happens all over the world. And it's cool that like you're in a place. That yeah, I totally shows agree. You a lot of I work. totally agree with that. So, I mean, I would, I would pick uh, your favorite place to hang out and, and dance for a few hours or you can mosey around and see what's happening all over the place during the celebrations. Make sure you pick up uh, free hats and noisemakers because there's a lot of different stands that have uh, freebies. And when Disney's giving out a freebie, that doesn't happen all that often. So might as well take advantage. Uh, you can also, uh, there's also some kind of interesting, there's, there's pathways that go backstage where you can get a, like a kind of a cool behind the scenes look. Um, it's by, uh, both, both areas where the world showcase meets, um, meets, uh, future world. So kind of like behind Mexico and behind, um, Canada, there's like, like backstage pathways that they open up for super high crowd events, this being one of them. So if you're like me and, you know, backstage stuff is cool, then go for it. Um, so this is where mine gets like a little bit like if, if you want to stay in Epcot and deal with the crowds more so than you've already been dealing with them all day, you should try to make your way back towards the China Pavilion for the Midnight Fireworks. Uh, the Midnight Fireworks from China uh, gives you a good view of obviously of the ones that are right above your head at Epcot. But it also gives you views to the shows that are happening at the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios from that vantage point. So you can like see like 
kind of like three shows happening all at once. It's just kind of like fireworks everywhere in the sky, which is pretty awesome. Um, also, or like as a as a different thing that you could do, if somebody in your party is willing to, or would rather just kind of chill and hold the space for your group rather than like you know running around like a like a crazy person. Uh, cast members typically open up the grassy area where Future World and the World Showcase meet. And those are, you know, a great space for fireworks uh, viewing. You can bring a blanket and you can sit down and enjoy the show from there, which is a pretty great way. And like maybe like a more normal way to view fireworks, like from like a picnic blanket, which is kind of nice. A little bit less crowded um, than than like standing around the pavilion. Um, for me personally, uh, once the crowds have gotten the better of me and the show of like the first showing of Harmonious has gone off around the lagoon, um, which would happen around like 730, I'd probably go do the dance party thing for a little while. And then around 1030, I'm heading for the gate. So I'm going to go to the International uh, Gateway. I'm going to head to the boardwalk and go to the Abracadabar for some magical cocktails. Uh, I'm going to drink there for a little while. And then probably around like 11, 1130. Uh, I'm going to head over towards the bridge between the beach club and the boardwalk for fireworks viewing. Um, they play the music there and you can see all the fireworks above uh, uh, what used to be the ESPN zone, like over that towards that restaurant from, from that bridge, you can kind of see uh, some of the MGM fireworks as well. So you're, you get like a pretty good view uh, and, and very few crowds in comparison. There, you will not be like right on top of people over there. Uh, and then to round out the evening after the fireworks, uh, but before the swarm of tired people come back, I'm going to duck into jelly rolls at the boardwalk uh, for some dueling piano sing-along fun and a couple nightcaps. And at the end of my long, long day, I can take a quick stroll uh, right across the little bridge back to my room at the Yacht Club and enjoy my well-earned sleep. You know, weather permitting the next day uh, will probably be the best day ever to spend just lounging around the Yacht Club's sand bottom pool. It's massive and a spectacular sight to behold. It's, it's probably my favorite pool in all of Disney property. Uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty great. And that is my day. I am exhausted even listening to your day. It's, it's ambitious. Um... It's a very ambitious day. Uh, it is, I would actually say, very, very different from my day. I feel like my day is, is I, I'm being conscious of not moving so, too much. So, I mean, like, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of moving. You're moving constantly. Kind of so, I mean, like, the beginning of the day is super ambitious, right? But but by but by 1 p.m., yeah, it's, it's pretty much like, go do so, a couple future world things, and that's it. You know, like by 1 p.m., you're kind of like done with your Disney day and now you're just kind of hanging out, which is why I'm I'm not staying till midnight in my yeah. personal one. I'm, I'm. There are parts of yours that I really, really like. I like that. I like the idea of leaving the park before midnight and watching the fireworks from the gate. <clears throat> the parts of yours that... <clears throat> There, there's some parts that I feel like are unrealistic. I don't think that you will get on as many rides as you think you will. And I like, I, definitely not getting on Ratatouille if you don't rope drop it. Yeah. Or else you're going to wait like three hours for it. I was going to um, leave it out, but then like, you're like, so oh, you're walking like, in right next to it. You got to at least check the time. <laughs> you got to at least check the wait time. 
gotta check the times, but yeah, it's gonna be especially it's a brand new ride. It's gonna be a maybe literally. Maybe. I think it's gonna be a five hour wait. Um, um, but you do get fast passes still if it, there's any available. You still you still get them. So um, I think it's a really fun day. Um, but I could see myself getting very aggravated at like I don't know if I'd be like you're saying like oh I'd go to this bar that's along the boardwalk like I feel like they'd be like we're not admitting we're at capacity we're not admitting anyone else there and then you'd like just left my fantasy day Adrian now you're not able to get my fantasy day what oh it's a fantasy I I I I, I mean the whole day is a fantasy is what you're saying my life is a fantasy okay I mean if it's a fantasy then it's great I mean like I said a little ambitious for me uh but I think for anybody like you that is, you know, there to, you know, to get every one of your Disney dollars to use it, then I think it's great. And it sounds like a lot of fun. I I would like it if, yeah, like if I was with someone who was taking control and I could just sort of like follow them around to this. Sure. This, this wild scene. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't want the stress of managing this. Um, uh, so I'm I'm also gonna give you an eight. I'm the, I'm deducting points for what I consider a little bit of over ambition, yeah. but otherwise I think it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought about and one more thing that mine mine has that yours wasn't doing and and uh, is so Disney to me is like like the different options for transportation and uh, and. Because you're right there, you know, like you're. you're See, walking, I purposely you know, avoided the, them. I'm, I'm avoiding the them. Like that's why I chose yeah. the, because I, I'm gonna. I wanted to yeah. avoid all transportation. So like with mine, day. I'm like purposely getting in, like two, like two types of, of transportation. Yeah. Two of my favorite types. I don't really love the Disney bus system, but, uh, but the the Skyway, the boats, and the monorail are all amazing. So. Um, I wish mine had the monorail in it. I do have like another version where we start out with the Magic Kingdom, but I think it's much better to just avoid the Magic Kingdom altogether uh, on New Year's Eve and do exactly what you had said and go the day before. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so drink two. You're you got an eight. <laughs> Cheers. All right, now I'm going to tell you this is a this is a fantasy, like. This is, there's nothing that, like, I would have to either hit the lottery or marry someone who is hit the lottery. So, um, if I, if this was, if I could do anything on New Year's Day, this would be my day. I would be staying at the bungalows at the Polynesian with oh, my husband, well, actor Chris Pine. Taking time off of the Star Trek yeah. franchise to uh, <laughs> help you out, huh? Yes. He's there. He's, he's spending the holidays with me, his adoring wife. Um, we would wake up late and then go to breakfast at Ohana around like 1030 and um, then go lay by the pool from like 12 to two and relax and get some frozen drinks. Uh, the Polynesian pool is great also. Um, and then we would take the monorail to Magic Kingdom around 3 p.m. and have fast passes for Pirates, Space Mountain and Splash and we would between those wait just for either haunted mansion. Well, or you're Big taking Thunder. the plaid. I probably want to get in haunted thing, mansion. Right? So, 
Oh, private private touring with the plaid. <laughs> That's true. I have. <laughs> well, I'm pretending oh, that we don't have this plaid. Is just... This is this is like, this is just that my husband's Chris Pine, but he's yeah, there. So Chris Pine's and, going. Like, Michael Jackson style wearing a disguise. He's gotcha. Low keying it. He's, right. Yeah, he's just low key. <laughs> um, around seven, we would head back to the bungalow to change and get all glamorous, and then jump back on the monorail for a 9 p.m. dinner at the Garden Grill. And then around 11, we'd head back to the bungalow and watch the fireworks from our own personal hot tub. Not have to battle any crowds and still have the best day ever. You know, like, like, uh, other than the money part of that, that like that's that's a much more doable day yeah, than both of us described. <laughs> like like you wouldn't be stressed out. It would be that sounds like a lovely, <laughs> lovely day. Right? I, I mean the only part that would stress you out is if you couldn't that's get, why into you the get magic the plan because they hit capacity. Right, if you had the plaid. But I don't know if I want to spend New Year's yeah. Eve with the plaid. I, I I don't know if I'd want to be like I, I kind of would want it to be Alone, alone just, with thirty thousand. Know, I wouldn't want to fly. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, so the only stress is not getting into Magic Kingdom, but I could easily alter that plan and change it to. I just wanted a little bit of park time that day because if you have the bungalow and you're able to watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks from your personal hot tub, yeah, and they pump in the music, you don't and really everything. need anything else. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and you just get some that's champagne and just have a great time. Oh, that's a hundred. What do you rate that day? <laughs> no drinks for you. That's no drinks one. for you. Ty goes to the winner. I That'll guess we both a, have to take a sip. That... Cheers. Mm. I mean, talking about these days, though, in general, like, it get it, I get. I, there's a little part of me that wants to be there. <laughs> like, I'm almost feel like we're talking ourselves into it. Well, but, you've got um, you've got T minus one day. It's still one of those things that have to go up. So, uh, you better get your yeah, yeah. Well, for yeah, for, for a, another for another, for another time, year. you know, but a different um, a different year. I, yeah, yeah. Because this year, I heard that even like the park passes. Well, are, I wonder what the experience would be like gone. this year because. Uh, of social distancing, I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be, the crowd is not, not going to be like that, right? Well, there's no yeah. fireworks. The park's closed before midnight. Totally different. They're having, they're having like, you oh, can man, watch the fireworks horrible. on your TV. They're putting like a special, yeah. But they do have the bars open until one o'clock. So you can leave yeah, the like parks and go to the bars. Oh, the hotels. Yeah, and also a lot of the hotels. I think all the hotel bars. I did see that, like, um, staying like, open. Uh, Atlantic Beach Club at Boardwalk was having a big party this year, and uh, Beaches and Cream. Yeah. There's like there's some other, yeah, like restaurants and ho- and bars at the hotels that that are putting together something. I saw a four hundred dollar per person, uh, you know, New Year's Eve night at I think it was at Garden Grill. At, uh, at Epcot. Yeah, I mean... Nah, nah. I don't think this is the year to do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's the year to do it and not, like, because the parks are only allowed to be at 35%. But I still see that if you look... There's still very long waits, even though the park is at yeah, 35%. I, I'm, I'm not into it. 
<laughs> Anything else you want to add well, about this? Well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm so happy that everybody's joining us, uh, and I hope that they will continue to join us in 2021. Um, this has been such a good time this year. Yeah. It really has. It's been fun to just talk about these things and, and drink about these things. And, um, you know, like, that's the great thing about podcasts and blogs and you can kind of be at Disney world without having to be there because it's can't always be there as as hard as I, much as I wish I could be. It's not always possible. So, um, so I I think, I think that's that. Is that it? Put a wrap on it. We're done. Put a wrap on 2020. Happy new year, everybody. Okay. uh, (laughs) Uh, the dark ride is presented by Drunk Distory, available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating and review, or just telling a Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. Uh, You can email us questions or shout-outs at drunkdistory at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at drunkdistory, D-R-U-N-K-D-I-S-T-O-R-Y. Uh, we're doing funny Disney memes and news. It's really fun and kind of dark, just like the dark ride. As always, thank you for drinking these rides and experiences with us. Happy New Year, everyone.